Welcome to the Big O Show. My hope for this podcast is that you leave informed, but more importantly, inspired. And just like that song said, this is going to be the best day of your life. If you have that mindset, you're already halfway there. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Big O Show podcast. I am your host, Ryan Anka. Uh, In this podcast, we talk about everything in the world of sports, and I try to leave you with a little bit of motivation or something that will inspire you to take on uh, that day and uh, the week that lies ahead. So jumping right into On This Day in Sports History, on this day, June 26th in 1916, the Cleveland Indians were the first uh, professional sports team to wear numbers on their jerseys and it was used as an experiment although it was only used for one game it was the first time that they had numbers on jerseys uh, in professional sports fast forward to 1996 uh, the Georgetown guard Allen Iverson was drafted by the Philadelphia 76ers in 2002 the Houston Rockets drafted center Yao Ming out of the Shanghai Sharks, which is out of China. And in 2003, LeBron James was drafted out of St. Vincent, St. Mary by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Your fun fact of the day is that apple pie is an American. You know the popular saying that people say, oh, that's as American as apple pie. Well, apples are actually native to Asia, and apple pie was actually created in England. So another little fun fact or tidbit of information there for you. Like I said, most of the times you might find it useless, but I just want to share. So what has been happening in the world of sports? Well, quite frankly, a lot has happened. There has been a lot of new information um, about certain leagues and their official start date, as well as details that have emerged uh, in regards to those. So as far as your sports update of the week, uh, let's go ahead and start with uh, Major League Baseball. Uh, The commissioner of Major League Baseball imposed a 60-game regular season. Now he has the authority to do this based on a contract uh, that the players and owners signed back in March before uh, COVID-19 spread and became what it is today. Um, So he imposed a 60-game season. Which so it's kind of right in the middle between what the owners wanted and what players wanted. Obviously, players want more games because it means more money. They didn't end up getting their 100 games. I told you originally I think it was going to be around 75. We end up at 60, but at the end of the day, who really cares? Let's just get back to the sport. Let's actually see the sport that some of us really love and enjoy watching and enjoy playing. And Let's get back to the basics. Um, so details about Major League Baseball returning. Uh, players will report starting July 1st. Uh, opening day is scheduled for July 23rd and 24th. The trade deadline in Major League Baseball will be August 31st. And they haven't announced officially when uh, the playoffs or World Series will take place. However, last year, um, Game 1 of the World Series took place on October 22nd. But I assume with a much, much shorter season, it will be played sometime in that ballpark. I know they're talking about playing 60 games in about 75 days. So if you do the math plus playoffs, we end up uh, somewhere near the end of October, early part of November. 
So that's your not-so-fast Major League Baseball update. Uh, I'm glad there is an update, and I'm glad there's actually talking points, and there's actually a progression, and that they can finally move forth uh, in their plan. So now let's jump over to the uh, NBA and talk about some of the uh, top things that have happened in there on Wednesday of this past week, June 24th, players um, of the 22 teams that were selected to go to the Orlando bubble uh, were asked to submit their um, acceptance or rejection of their availability for this uh, playoff tournament. And for the most part, all NBA players accepted uh, this agreement. I was told somewhere in the 98, 99 percentile of all players um, accepted it. There's been no big, big uh, names that have rejected it. No Greek freak, no LeBron James, you know, Kawhi Leonard, players like that. The household names that most people know, they're all going to be in this uh, Orlando bubble and uh, will, you know, continue to play and try to win a championship here. So talking more about the uh, playoff format that they have. So they have 22 teams, like I said, that will be uh, bubbled in to uh, Orlando Disney Complex. With that, they're going to play eight seeding games. So now some more details about the uh, 22 teams uh, that qualified uh, for Orlando and will play in this uh, sports bubble at the Disney Complex. So what they're going to do is report by June 30th to Orlando to be sequestered into this uh, Disney bubble. Let's just call it that because Disney owns ESPN. That's the only reason this is happening at the uh, Disney Complex. So NBA teams can begin uh, practicing together starting uh, June 30th through July 7th. Now that will take place at their team's facilities, not in Orlando. Teams will travel to Orlando on uh, July 8th, and then from the 9th to the 29th of July, teams will be allowed to train inside the uh, sports bubble there at the Disney uh, ESPN complex, like I said. On July 30th, it is assumed that uh, the teams will begin playing their eight seeding games. So what's the point of playing these eight seeding games, you may be asked? Well, Typically, there's been eight teams from each conference in the East and the West that makes the playoffs. That being said, since the season ended before the end of the regular season, they're bringing 22 teams down. Uh, The point of bringing these uh, extra teams, these extra uh, six teams down, they're going to use these eight games for teams to decide their playoff ranking and their order. Obviously, the teams don't make the playoffs are able to leave the bubble after they have officially been eliminated. Um, And if the 8th and ninth seed um, from the East and the Western Conference end up within four games or less, they're going to have a one-game playoff to get into the playoffs. So this will be some type of uh, March Madness. You know, it'll have some some feel, some elements of that, at least the excitement level, especially that 8-9 matchup. I think, you know, obviously with them making it four games or less, odds are there's going to be some teams that fall in that ballpark. So we'll get some of that uh, one-game playoff. I guess a similar uh, comparison to that would be Major League Baseball has done that recently with that wild card uh, spot. So the NBA, I don't know if they'll explore with this option going forward, but at least for this year it adds a little bit of excitement. So uh, those seeding games, like I said, start on July 30th and will run uh, through August 14th. August 15th through the 16th will be those play-in games that I just talked about with the 8th and ninth seed. And on August 17th, the playoffs will begin. And then on August 30th, uh, families that can be tested and are okay with staying inside of the uh, ESPN sports bubble are allowed to join their families uh, down in Orlando. 
And as far as the NBA season goes, uh, if there is a Game 7 of the NBA Championship, the NBA Finals, that'll take place on October 13th. So I know that was a lot of information to uh, digest about the NBA, but they have a lot of information that's out there. So I just wanted to give you guys some uh, bite-sized information and hopefully stuff that you can uh, use uh, to stick and just stay informed uh, the best way possible. So now let's uh, jump over to the NFL, uh, starting with uh, Dak Prescott. He signed his uh, one-year franchise tender which is equal to uh, $31.4 million. Now, if you know anything or follow the NFL, you know he has been in a constant uh, contract negotiation over the last two years. Obviously, he wants more money, and the Dallas Cowboys don't want to pay him any more money. Uh, that being said, uh, most teams, if you look at over the last several years uh, that have won the Super Bowl you know, last year, Kansas City Chiefs with, with Patrick Mahomes, arguably the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't think many people would argue against that. Um, you know, he's on his rookie deal still. And uh, think back to the Seattle Seahawks when they had their, uh, their run there. Outside of the Patriots with Tom Brady, you know, most of the quarterbacks that go on to uh, win and make deep runs in the uh, playoffs and into the Super Bowl, it's because they're playing with a... Uh, a quarterback that's outperforming his contract and is typically on a rookie deal, you know, one that takes care of the football and one that is able to uh, allow money to be spent elsewhere. So you run into these problems, and that's a big reason why, you know, quarterbacks after a certain point, they get too expensive, a la Aaron Rodgers. You know, you can't afford to pay him what he's really worth and still have a really Super Bowl caliber team around him. But then you also run the risk of letting him walk and go to another team, you know, that maybe could do that for a year or two. So it's kind of a lose-lose in a lot of situations. But anyway, Dak Prescott signed his one-year tender. But anyways, that's uh, a lot of information about Dak Prescott, but just giving you a little insight there on the quarterbacks and the way contracts are working now in the NFL. Uh, the Players Association came out and discouraged player-ran uh, practices, although those are still going on. Uh, like I said, you can't really stop people from doing things unless everyone is uh, quarantined. So due to the uh, recent spike here in the uh, coronavirus numbers, especially here in Florida, I know there's been growing uh, conversations and concerns about the start of the NFL, um, you know, season, preseason scheduled to start in August. Obviously, regular season starts usually uh, that first week in uh, September, I think September 9th. Um, not 100% sure on that date, but usually in that first little bit of uh, September. Now, I did read that uh, they scheduled the games, you know, plan as if everything was going to happen whenever they released the schedules. What was that? Probably about a month ago. Um, but the first four games of the season, they scheduled as such um, with the possibility. Obviously, they didn't want to plan for it, but with the possibility, contingency plan, I guess is what it you know, more or less is, they can move those first four games to the back half of the season. So those first four games would become the new last four games on uh, each NFL team's uh, season. So uh, what that does is move uh, the start of the NFL season, like I said, from the first week in September uh, to October 8th. And that would actually move the start of the NFL season to a Thursday night football game between the Buccaneers and the Chicago Bears. Um, I don't know if we're going to get to that point. Hopefully we don't because that means it's going to probably back up a lot of other things if the NFL does this and you know the NBA and MLB might be in similar situations or they might have to cancel their seasons altogether but the NFL does have the benefit of time 
They have the ability to learn from uh, Major League Baseball and the NBA to see kind of what works, what doesn't. You know, are are they going to experiment with fans? Everything I've heard is that, you know, the NFL may leave it up to uh, certain teams. Certain states aren't as affected as others. And what that's going to do, you know, to certain teams as they travel so food for thought, like I said, more uh, more items to think about uh, and so forth. Um, jumping over to the uh, NHL now, they have a 24-seeded uh, playoff bracket. Like I said uh, before, they have not officially announced when they're going to start. It's assumed that it's going to be late July, early August. Like I said, the, M- the NBA, NHL, MLB, you know, everything is going to be stockpiled for this fall. It's like an all or nothing. If you play poker, you know, you're going all in. Seems like all these teams are doing the same. I said teams. All these uh, organizations and leagues are doing the same kind of thing. Nobody really wants to lose money. So everyone's putting everything on the table going for this late July, August, you know, start date. With the exception to the NFL, like I said, starting in September or at, at the latest, you know, October 8th. As far as the uh, NCAA goes, in particular about football, um, there's a lot of self-regulated colleges. I saw um, Kansas State reported 14 players tested positive. LSU had 30. Clemson had 22. And, uh, you know, a lot of those are just having self-induced quarantines and dealing with that. So, uh, you know, the problem's not going away, but at least we're progressing. We're trying to do stuff. We're trying to give people hope and uh, hoping for the best ourselves because, uh, you know, I think it's obviously everyone wants to stay safe. No one's wishing harm to anyone, but we do want to get back to some type of normalcy and some type of uh, routine and entertainment. So that's your sports update for uh, this week. Now to uh, recap last week's uh, message, I talked about the five closest friends and uh, the people that you keep around you and how that really influences who you are as a person, you know, if I didn't know you, but I knew your friends, I could probably figure out for the most part who you are, what you value, you know, things like that, things that make up who you are. Um, and I think it's a very powerful tool and it's a good self-reflection tool from time to time to really look at your friends and evaluate, um, you know, are they really helping you or hurting you? Um, have you all grown them? Have they all grown you? You know, those conversations are tough, but I think they're really needed uh, for growth, you know, and that's something uh, as a person, I think, you always need to strive to do is always strive to uh, grow, continue to evolve. Don't be a simple person. Always be complex and always try to change for the better and don't get trapped in negativity and just complacency. So now let's go ahead and jump into the quick little uh, motivation for the week. Hey, feeling good like I should. When in the walk around the neighborhood, feeling blessed. So I wanted to add a a little something new there uh, to break the uh, sports from the motivation. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Um, I do think that's a uh, awesome song. You know, it's very easy listening to. I've been kind of obsessed with it recently. And it's just, uh, you know, talking about, you know, counting your blessings and, and realize that, you know, things are all right things are things are good you know it's all about that perception like I've talked about before so talking about the message of this week uh, it's really simple you know the two most important days of your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why obviously you know the first one the day you were born is important 
because without you being born, you wouldn't be here. That's common sense. Um, but the day you found out why, you know, why I chose this message this week, why I chose this to kind of talk about, um, you know, we all battle with uh, from time to time, um, you know, what questioning what we want to do in life, who we want to be, what we want to be remembered for. But, um, you know, figuring that out and figuring out why you're here as a person, why you're put on this earth, why you're doing the certain job that you're doing. Like I said, it may not be forever, but it's going to be for a short period of time. You know, is it for growth? Is it for you to influence somebody else? Is it for teaching you patience? You know, a lot of uh, those things, you know, I don't know how many of you guys that are listening to this are a religious person, but, you know, I'm a lot of my values and beliefs are deep rooted in uh, Christianity, you know, and I do feel some type of uh, obligation to uh, try to make this world a better place. You know, I try to impact people in a positive way. I try to uh, leave a lasting imprint, not only for my namesake, it is for my namesake and because I want my name to, to hold value um, and for people to be proud of it. I want my parents to be proud of the, the last name and the son that they raised. But, you know, I want to just help people achieve things that they never thought they could do. You know, I've talked about it before. I'll talk about it again. Coaching is my outlet for that. Coaching's my way to help see a young man um, go from maybe no confidence, no belief, no way out of a corrupt situation into something that's beautiful and something that allowed them to have an outlet, allowed them an opportunity to have a better life for themselves. And, you know, outside of any monetary gift, that is the best feeling in the world. But I'm not foolish. You know, I know everyone does not have those same feelings, those same thoughts necessarily towards, you know, coaching. So coaching's my thing. You know, what's yours? If you haven't found it yet, you know, don't give up hope. doesn't matter if you're, you know, 10, 50, you know, 80-year-old grandma listening to this. It really doesn't matter. You may not have found your purpose yet. You may not have found out why you were born, why you were put here on this earth. But keep searching for it. You know, try a bunch of different things. You know, I'm a huge believer in trying things. Try and fail. Try and learn. Try and see, hey, this isn't for me. You know, everything you try in life, whether it's a job or an activity or a hobby, isn't going to be for you. But you're never going to know if you don't try. So if you're not finding, uh, you know, value or you really don't feel like you're making an impact or change in your environment that you're currently in, change or leave the environment. You need to keep growing as a person and you need to keep trying to find out your why. Why, why, why? As an athlete, you're taught that. As a uh, person, I believe you're taught that, or at least I was taught that. I can't assume everyone knows that. You know, find your why, find that something deep within about why you do what you do and what drives you. As an athlete, like I said, I was taught that um, when workouts get tough, you know, mentally it's really easy to quit or tap or take the easy way out. But if you have that why, that deep-rooted why, your passion of like what you think, why you think you were put here, what your purpose is, you know, when you're really in that zen moment, you drive on that why and that pushes you through about just about anything. So the two most important days in your life, the day you were born and the day you find out why. Challenge yourself, push yourself, look in the mirror and figure out why you were put here on this earth. So that's your message uh, for this week. I wanted to keep it short and sweet. And your quote of the week is, people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. And that comes from Rob Siltman. 
you know, I think this is one of my uh, favorite quotes to live by because, you know, it reminds me to think without limits and never doubt your wildest thoughts, you know, explore things and try to make a change, especially in this time of uh, turmoil here in the U.S. and across the world, you know, there's change is needed, change needs to occur and change doesn't happen without people trying to change the world, trying to think different, trying to push themselves out and try to find their why. So go out this week, find your why, conquer your day, and make today the best day of your life.